All right. Well, microphone check one, two. Hey, that sounds good. Rock music, no copyright. Yeah. I, I got 72 subscribers. I don't have money to be paying to cop, copyright music. But anyway, man, hell, hell of a week. A lot of stuff going on. And uh, I, I've been saving some of these news stories for a while because we've been so busy talking about other stuff. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully we'll try to get to some of them. But I do I want to talk about the um, the Nashville shooting. This, this, this seems to keep happening. And I think we both got some perspectives on it. I mean, I'm just a flight uh, or I'm just a paramedic. And uh you know, you're a paramedic and a nurse, but you're attached to a SWAT team. So you've got a perspective that that I don't even really know about or, or understand. Yeah, um, and, and, and some of these videos here, I, if we, we watch them and I can probably kind of add some <clears throat> some of the hidden insight that you know, yeah. maybe you, didn't, you don't recognize or that others don't recognize. So Dr. Medic Podcast, it's March 31st. My name is Justin. I'm here with Zach in our, uh, in our garage here our garage studio and Lennon's back there on the hot mic. Say what up, Lennon. Hot Mike Lennon. Hot, hot Mike Lennon. I can get behind that. Yeah. He, he's back. He's, he's in the front of the garage back there. But anyway, uh, I thought maybe, you, you know, I, I, it's, it's crazy how the, uh, um, you have some police departments who hold on to some of this footage for like years or months and they make people do all these FOIAs and freedom of information requests and file lawsuits. But a couple of them like that, that the the Memphis thing, you know, they were like, put this stuff on YouTube right now, right. and I think that's, it, I think it bodes well for the police departments. Maybe not everybody who's on the camera, but it's pretty cool that they released it right away. So in this case, uh, Nashville, which is a metro police department, um, released their body cam uh, footage uh, from the Covenant school shooting that happened in Nashville this week. And uh, it's just one video. Remember the other video was like, had 30 different videos, but they put mm -hmm. all the different points of view in this one video. Let him go ahead and cue that up, dude. And uh, just press play. And you, you probably put it on that middle size there. Yeah. So th this, is, this guy, Rex Egelbert, they're obviously, uh, um, have already been dispatched for the active shooter call. And so you, you kind of walk us through like what's going on. So, yeah, I mean, I guess there was quite a response time that was probably a little bit longer, but they get on scene here. This lady's given pretty good scene size up information that they believe that the shooter was on the second floor. Shots have been fired. The point to really make here is that you don't hear gunshots actively. Let him go back to the beginning. Yeah. Start, that, start the whole thing over. It, you, you don't hear gunshots actively? You don't hear gunshots actively because that kind of changes the dynamic of things. But what what he's doing here and what he says as he goes back to the door, so he got his rifle out. which is well, those, listen, to, listen to how chill he is with, yeah. the, For, with, the, with uh, the teacher outside. Yeah. 
So there's two of them. There's another and, one. In front and I of didn't them. hear what that radio traffic was, but he he. We know it's an active shooter. We know there's been gunshots. So he's getting his AR out and listen to listen yeah. to the teacher here. Okay. Kid, okay. Kids are all secure. There's two that he are said, missing. He said, okay, ma'am. Okay, ma'am. Yep. Uh, so he slings his rifle. He's still, he's trying to develop a plan here. He's, you know, not, not frazzled, but he, he, he gets a definite plan really quickly. Comes back to this door. And what he's doing here is he's developing an EAT, an EAT, which is a, like an emergency action team or like a, what, uh, is, what does that mean? So, in, so he's getting bodies. He's getting enough people to form like a fire team mm. so that he's not going in lone gun. He needs three or four people for this. E he gets four and they start systematically kind of clearing these rooms very quickly. It, what I said a minute ago is that if we had heard gunshots, then they give know me, where it's coming three. from and they're going to go right Let's to the sound. Three. Oh, okay. Of so he fire. says, give me three. He's saying three. I need three I need more three dudes. People. I need. Okay. I need to so here, so here comes a, a uniform. So they're, guy. Get, they're getting a fire team together and he starts trying to get Let's them to go. move. I need three. Time is our. He's got the key from the teacher. Yep. One more. Let's go. Now, if they heard gunshots, they would go straight to the gunshots. Right. right? And so the but fire. There's no gunshots. So you don't know where this is. So they have to they have to kind of clear rooms. And watch how quickly. So so You've got he, this. He's in uniform. This guy. These are all patrol officers. Well, right? the one guy's wearing jeans, so he must have heard the call. Yeah, maybe he's a detective. Maybe he's at off home, duty, whatever. Sure. But he he mm -hmm. he's there and he he's ready to go. Yep. One of the guy he grabbed like a Kevlar helmet there. Maybe he's also part of a SWAT team. So we've got a, we've got a twelve gauge from and, this guy. Yep. The guy on the camera's got a, a probably an AR. Right. Well, it's an AR. And the other guy's got a pistol, I think, right? Mm-hmm. And so these aren't so the, these yeah, aren't so this really delivering clears. They're just they're very quickly having to clear these rooms, and they're communicating very good here. Uh, and this guy's obviously in charge of the team because he's commanding everything. Right. Right. Open it. I got it. I got it. And just when you listen to them, what I picked up on is they're they're firm, uh -huh. but they're they're quick. We got one guy that's really yelling, but he's still very direct. Uh, this guy here, uh, Officer Engelbert, is very clear that he's trained this dozens of times, if not more. Right? And, and at this moment, there's kids in all these classrooms. Well, or have we cleared the? The, what, it sounds what like the majority of the kids have been put into a classroom and contained or secured by a teacher before any of this happened. So right? they're hidden somewhere in the, the the lady at the very beginning. The lady said, "All of our kids are secure. We have two that are missing." Mm. And he said, "Okay, ma'am." They developed the eat. Now, the point I'm trying to make here is that it it took them the time it took them to enter the building to get to the shooter, which we'll see in a minute, because there's not active gunshots. So they don't know where this person is. So they're having to clear room by room to make sure that the shooter is not in there hiding in a closet or something, right? Now, you as a medic, mm -hmm. and I know that this is a little controversial, um, and maybe it, it, depend, it depends on the team, would there be paramedics behind them so should there be, be well, paramedics behind them no not necessarily and that's a great point 
So this is, I'm part of a SWAT team. This is not a SWAT call. This is an active shooter call out. If this was like a barricaded subject and it was oh, a that's SWAT a good, that's a good out, point. So this wasn't, it's not planned. I mean, these it, people on this, the officers on this team the may also be a part of a SWAT team, but right. they're on patrol and they respond. This is an active shooter. So there's no time to develop a SWAT team, have them respond and all that stuff. This is a hunt kill situation. Stop the killing and then stop the dying. Jeez. But the point yeah. to make on what we do a lot of training is this, this concept called rescue task force. And we really learned that after Columbine, right? Where the bad guys were contained to a section of a building and you've got all these casualties everywhere. But what's the first thing we do on all of our EMS and paramedic students and everything? Scene safety. Scene safe, right? So all these ambulances staged blocks away until they could secure the scene, even though we knew that the bad guys were in a certain room or a certain hallway. So with Rescue Task Force, what we do is we teach civilian EMS and fire departments how to enter a warm zone, right? Mm. That is is not an active threat area. It's a, it's a like where they've already cleared. They they've already cleared. We know that the bad guys are contained to a certain area or a certain room, and now we can move fire department, law enforcement, and EMS in to treat and rapidly evacuate casualties. To a staged triage area, or what we call a casualty collection point, or a and that's if it's a SWAT call. Yes, but it, you don't have to be a SWAT operator, right? To understand rescue task force. What I do on the SWAT team is, yeah, I would be as attached to an entry team on whether, like, to to move into uncontrolled high threat areas, Ooh. right? Where we don't bring the fire department and civilian EMS into a high threat area, only into a warm zone. I got you. Right. I got you. And so, okay, go ahead, buddy. And so we're, this whole thing's getting ready to change. They've cleared that hallway and then you'll hear. Take this with me. Take this. No, that's locked. Take this door. Take this door. Take it. So he's given very clear instructions. He had somebody clear the door to hold the door across the hallway so that so he could step in okay. and clear this. And his room. back is covered, right? And this guy's a but, this guy's a former marine, or this guy is a marine, I, I right? Don't know. But think so. but they just heard gunshots. So they just okay. heard gunshots. So that changes the whole dynamic. Oh, and so, so they're now just dropping what they're doing, and off they go. And you go, and so now it is stop the killing. And then oh, stop I hear the it. I hear it. See how they're moving past all the doors now? Because they know where the threat is. Right? That's the bad guy shooting. And so that guy's got a pistol, so they want they want the rifle to go through. Now watch him pie this hole. See? Three, four shots. No, re no hesitation. Other guy comes around, pistol. Sees him move and shoots him three times at the top of the head, probably. Yeah. And and what you can see, and I'm sure we'll see here in a minute, is Jesus the way this, the way that this terrible person uh, look right. at how look at how they There's fell the window, the window there. But, but look at how they fell the the body position of our Go, of our well. Bad guy. I think there's a better shot of the body in this next one, right? Mm -hmm. But yeah, and so now this is I, I think this guy I is think the, this is the pistol the guy who, shoot, who shoots him three times at the end. I think this is right. the officer that's carrying the pistol. And and they didn't, 
I didn't understand it at first, but I, they didn't enter together. They're, they came through two different entrances. And they met. They and met somehow they, 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 they met up. So we call it marrying or a married pair. So they start on two different areas and you, mar- you marry up at some point. Okay. Go ahead, buddy. There you go, second floor. So, he, so at that point, it turns to active shooting. He hears the shooting. Yep. And our priorities of life state that innocent civilians, specifically these children, are our our primary concern. We got to stop the killing, then stop the dying. So he's got a pistol. The other guy's got a rifle. There's another uh, rifle first. Rifle first. Blue, go, 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 go. So I haven't seen this. this So so. I can always understand why a shotgun would go through first. What's why do they want the rifle to go through first? Does he have have better aim, better control? Yeah, I mean, than the m- pistol, more rounds, better aim, better control. Um, it's yeah. just it's a more effective weapons platform for close quarter combat. Yeah, than a shotgun. That shotgun's primarily, I, and I mean, it's let, clo- me be, let me be let me be ver- very clear. My role on the team is a medic, right? Like my yeah. expertise is tactical medicine, um, but the only shotguns that we have with any of our stuff on the team are breaching shotguns or, or less lethal the shotguns. Break down the door, yeah. hinges out, locks. Yeah, it's, it's um, you would much slugs. rather be, all of my guys would much rather be in a gunfight with an AR platform or a rifle platform. Yeah. You got more round capabilities, um, higher uh, ballistics with it. Like it's a more effective round for right, incapacitating, right. which is the goal here is to stop stop the threat, right? Um, and you know, and his is set up with a scope on top, which was a uh, scope or a red dot. It looked, it looked like it was a magnification, you know, a magnified scope, mm. um, which isn't ideal for close quarter stuff or, or, you know, inside, right. but right. it's still very effective. Good, dude. Oh. I'm with you. Go left. So it, it, it reminds me of, a bartending where you always put your hand on someone's shoulders so you know they're behind you. Hit that stairs. Hit the stairs. Go. Go stairs. Go stairs. Go. So he's covering while they run up the stairs. So oh, he, what he did, he said we got one down. They they seen a kid, but you shots don't stop. Fired, shots fired, shots fired, oh, move. buddy, go back. Oh, oh, oh my that, God, Jesus! That was a that was a casualty. So it it we're in an active shoot. Go back right? about like you got to understand. There's seconds. all these different kinds of things, and and we know in uh, medicine. Ten, ten more seconds, buddy. We know in medicine that when we come upon a mass casualty situation or, or, or a scenario that our casualties overwhelm the resources we have, our priority is to just triage and not provide much treatment to them. And their role is very appropriate for this. It is to step over mm. the casualty because I've said this five or six times. People are probably like losing their mind. Stop the killing, then stop the dying. Right? That That's already... What has happened there has already right, happened, right. and until we stop the shooter, it's going to keep happening. So you you got to step over that kid, 
you got to step over that patient or person and continue the threat. Good, go ahead, dude. I, I didn't catch that the first time I saw this. Keep pushing. Keep go. pushing. So keep pushing. Somebody said, I've got one down, and he said, keep pushing. Shots fired. And Shots fired. Right Shots fired. Move. Step right over. And this is where they marry up. Right, right, right. And it's very hard to identify where the shooting is coming from in buildings. Like yeah, this. and the guy, and then the original guy with the rifle pushes through here, right here, right there. Now he's on the left. Move, move. Watch out! Watch out! Move. Stop moving! Stop moving! So the body position of this patient, what that tells me is that those AR round, those rifle rounds, that they turned off her lights. Try, try to get it to the point where you can see the see see him, Lennon. Watch out! Watch out! Move. Stop moving! Stop moving! Right here. Okay, so now we, we're 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 looking down, and yeah, the AR. I mean, the the rifle rounds. They they sh the position here. What that tells me is they we, we turned off her lights. I mean, like. Thank God. Total incapacitation. And but she was shooting out the... She was shooting out, out the... At the cops. Probably at the patrol vehicles that were, there, were there. There were gunshots in the um, in the windshield, right? But what, what they just said also... I mean, we think there's one shot, one threat, one shooter. But they do a good job of also saying, cover left. They're still going to have to clear this whole area and make sure there right. wasn't two shooters. Yeah, Columbine had two. I mean, you don't know. So, um, dude... Not one of these officers went to work that day thinking they were going to have to do this, and they d did an A-plus job. They did exactly what we expect them to do. This is what we count on them to do. And um, So from a tactical standpoint, uh, what, what, what's, what is the difference between what we just watched between those five or six officers yeah. and what happened in Uvalde? So yeah, and, and and I'll just tell you what my understanding is of Uvalde because I'm just I'm just a civilian when it comes to stuff like that and you have um, same thing a shooter got his way in he's shooting up and in Uvalde they they they, they show up and they decide to hold yeah. at some point they hear the gunshots and they and they make a decision to somebody yep. makes that, a decision to hold and it, and then it's not what an hour later till they they move in and then they kill the guy. What's the difference between that and this? So everything about Uvalde fell apart. And I think a lot of it comes down to the current political climate with police officers and specifically the chief in Uvalde was mm -hmm. afraid to engage this bad person because of fear for of, of, of repercussions that they didn't From do what? right, that they that they did not work hard enough to form a peaceful resolution. Oh, I haven't and, heard that. And, and, like you wanted to talk them out of there? Exactly. Well, that's, <laughs> and, or if the, the bad guy in Uvalde was barricaded in a room with students, they knew. We thought. Right. And there's a certain element of a barricaded person with hostages where you do try and negotiate. A surrender because if you push the threat too far, you may cause them to do harm 
to the civilians, right. which is our, our number one priority of life is innocent casualties, innocent civilians. But the second that they hear a gunshot, all bets are off. You break down that, that And they wall, heard gunshots, though, right? And they still they, they, did They were sitting nothing. down there. So two things from a medic side really fell apart on that is, A, we're allowing them to do more harm, and B, the ones that they have harmed, we're not intervening, and we're allowing them to die. Like, they are injured, they're casualties, and we're not doing anything for it. So the these this is A+, plus, Uvalde is F, right? I mean, mm. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. This is going to be taught in classes for years to so come. Do, so do you think that the, we, we, you take the difference between Uvalde and this is the chief in Uvalde had a different philosophy or did they just have a lack of training? No, they had, all, they had had active shooter training just weeks or months before all of this. Not only did mm. the chief give a bad order, everybody there should have disobeyed that order and said, no, we're... And the chief was there or not there? That, to my understanding, the chief was on scene in the hallway saying, in Uvalde hold up. saying, stop, don't go. We're going to try and establish communication or whatever. But the second that you heard a gunshot, all bets are off. All, all of the training mm. for alert and active shooter and all that, all of the training says in an active shooter, you have got to stop the threat. This is insane. This is insane. Lennon, you heard about this at school? Where'd you hear about it? For, for, for me? They, they, so they haven't talked about it at school at all? I don't know anything about the casualties, but my understanding is there's... Three dead kids. Three, three dead nine-year-olds. Three kids. Some office assistants. The headmaster, which I guess is a principal-type person, and then the, the janitor. Um, and it, it's just... I don't know, man. It breaks my heart. And it's like, it's like hard to even watch him. I and you want, you watch the cops and you're like, I don't know. Maybe it's like watching a soldier or something in action. It's like, it's great to see them doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. This is but their what community. the hell, man. This just, just keeps happening. Over this is and their over community. Again. And, and they're going to have to go back to work. Like we just expect them. Right. You know, like. Stepping over a dead kid to, to kill another human being who deserved to be killed, but still stepping over a dead kid to, to kill somebody else to, to protect people and and then having to go home. And I'm sure they got family and mm. and, and kids and everything. Anyway, and, man. And, and also, you know, bills still come in. Your dryer still breaks. You're, you know, like yeah. all the other normal life stuff is still going to happen. And you're and you're having to like process something like this, like. Oh uh, man, I feel for these guys. Uh, I'm very proud of them. Yeah, me and, too. Uh, me too, man. I mean, I, I, and first they time undoubtedly I, stopped the loss of more life. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the the shooter had several weapons, had plenty of more ammo, um, had multiple magazines all over him, ready to ready to go. Either way, man, this is this is a, a un, unbelievably stressful to watch, and I'm tired of it happening all over again. My colleagues that I work with in other countries just um, it just, it, you know, send their, their thoughts all the time and say, Oh man, this is happening again. And, and, and it just, it seems like it's all preventable and I don't really want to go down that rabbit hole, but in the grand scheme of things, it, it, this doesn't happen in, in police departments and, and courthouses and, in capitals and, and, and other places like that. And I just don't understand why we can't arm 
uh, put 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 police officers at the schools. I mean, school resource officers is well, a different thing too. They're there yeah. to be a resource for the students and community yeah. engagement and stuff like that. But uh, we had there was a, a school how, shooting a couple years ago in, where the in, school in resource but officer he, but he ran was a, away. Right, but he's not. Yeah, he don't care about which this. is why I don't know that I can. Why can't agree we put this the, guy there? Yeah, why can't uh, the, well, you, why why can't we put people who are trained uh, to to these are our highest asset, our most mm-hmm. valuable asset is, is is our kids, and we have cops walking all over every courthouse, all over every police department, all over um, every capital and, and certain federal buildings and stuff like that to prevent this stuff from happening. Why don't we have the same thing of our schools? Is it just money? Is it just, you know, what's the cost to, you know, you hire a full-time, uh, you know, tactically trained law enforcement officer to, to patrol your school 30 hours a week while the student, while the students are there. I mean, the, the, the people that were lost in, in, in this shooting, maybe instead of six, maybe it was one, maybe it was zero if there was a cop already there. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean just any cop, like a school resource officer, but I mean somebody. Who yeah, knows and that's what why doing. I don't know that I can really get behind the. I mean, I'm not saying I'm against it, but like when they're talking about arming teachers and stuff like that, like no way. H- how many rounds do you it. think? How many rounds do you think uh, the, these officers have put down range? How many times oh, do you think they've trained? Yeah, clearing absolutely. How, you know, like and. You can't expect absolutely. Them I mean, to I've, have I've got a concealed, I've got an AR, I've got a, a dozen pistols and shotguns, and I've shot thousands of rounds, and there's no way that I could do what these guys just did. There's not a change. There's no, there's no way. And the science tells us really that you, you, the if somebody like me was involved with that, I'd end up getting either getting shot first, uh, or lo- getting my weapon taken against me and used used against me or something like that. Yeah. So what, just, what we know with these active shooters, especially with this fucking scumbag here, who uh, I just want to go on record saying that I hope that animal has a lifetime of or, or the the next lifetime of pain and suffering on wherever it is that they go. Um, but what we know with these active shooters, uh, what the data tells us is that if they encounter typically a single point of resistance at any point in this act of violence, they either give up or they turn the guns on themselves. Almost always happens. Mm. And and this school, to my understanding, had locked, secured doors. She just shot through them and then and crawled through them. Yeah. Lenny, um, can you find that? So maybe the Shoot, second shooting through the door. Know, the, the second barrier, if it was a if it was more of a solid steel door that um, when the fire alarms went off, a lot of those doors closed shut, you know, woulda, coulda, shoulda, maybe that would have, um, would have prevented it. But to your point of you couldn't have done what they did, um, somebody doing something almost always works. Yeah. If you disrupt their, we call it the OODA loop, if you disrupt their, their act of thought with something and it it's goes all, out of plan, takes. then they, they fry and they either run off, Wait, they oh, give up, well, here's this. Or, they, or they kill themselves. So, Drove into the parking lot. Hold on, start that over, Lennon. Look, th- there's a super creepy, this next picture is super creepy. Is that a Honda Fit? Oh, wait, did you see the people standing down there? Go back. No, 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 keep going, keep going. Look at this next slide. Look at the top right corner of this next slide. 
What do you oh, see? Oh, the kids there? on the playground up there. Jesus. See a bunch of kids on And that's place. the car. That's the car that's, the shooter's that's in. That's our scumbag. That's our shooter. And we got kids at recess up there. And this is this is the front door, so stop, buddy. And so I know I, I go to pick up my son quite often from middle school and my daughter from high school. And the middle school does a good job of keeping these doors shut. And you got to get buzzed in. And I, I like that. I, I do. And my, my his school seems like it's a like it's like it's a fortress. And I like it. But my daughter's school or high school is one of the, is an older school and it's kind of spread out, you know, with like a bunch of wings. And there's like a hundred different ways into the building. And I'd say about half the time that I show up to her school to, you know, pick her up, that front door is open. And I can, and I can just walk in it. Uh, but anyway, in this case, it's definitely locked. Go ahead, Lennon. And not the, only one a single door, you got you got two double, points of entry. You got boom. double doors. Oh my God. And you're sitting shooting shooting his way in kicking out the windows and he's going to climb through and 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 this is the first inkling right and so i just wonder like the fire alarm started going off then did they yeah so now obviously up that says church office up there Uh so he's looking in there doesn't really know what to do and like this is probably like the first time he's I oh believe it's God. a she, though, right? I don't know. What, I don't care. I'm calling him a he. No, I, I, she, I don't know. She, 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 I'm just. I'm calling her a she. Is it a she or he? It's. I, I know it's transgender, but I didn't know if it was male going to female, female going to male. So, I don't know. So, let let him pause it. So he walks in in that office right there, and the headmaster was killed. So is that what just happened? Yeah, I think so. And, and an assistant or something like that. And and now he's walking out. Go ahead, Lenny. And he's just yeah, roaming just, the hallways. Mm-hmm. And then the, these doors here, which probably closed when the fire alarm went off. See the blinking now? Right. And I, yeah, I heard it in the other one. I didn't I didn't know that the doors closed automatically like that. So most of these doors here, these solid, solid core doors, that's so part of the doors. fire suppression system. When the fire alarm goes off, the magnets release oh and they God. close, and it's used to contain. Trying to be tactical, and it does the same thing with like the heating and air. So the ducts will have these dampers that will. Close and now, shut. walking walking down the main hallway, and, how creepy and, is that? And and so I just wonder what. Jesus Christ! I I I feel like. Um, I feel like something at this school prevented a lot more casualties because yeah. you don't see kid you don't see kids running around. You don't see the fire alarm goes off and you'd be thinking well and that's what you happened gotta, in, so that I don't know if you know this is what happened in Columbine. So the first thing that these these kids did in Columbine is pull the fire alarms and they had rigged right, right. pipe bombs in all the cars in the parking lot because they knew that the fire escape system was for the kids to evacuate the building and go to this parking lot they were just fucking dummies when it came to building pipe bombs so none of them went off but it took them like weeks to clear this parking lot after columbine because there were there were pipe bombs everywhere right and and i don't know if that i don't think that was the plan i don't know what their fire uh drills mm. you know system looks like here where they evacuate to but um well, yeah, they're not and, running and just, in the hallways. They're they're hid somewhere, you know. Well, you know, you have active shooter drill or active shooter alarm. I wonder if there was an audible alarm, like if somebody That's came I mean. with intercom and said active shooter, 
and the teachers that's what I mean the doors and hid the kids because it, your standard fire alarm would be everybody would be leaving everybody would be leaving right yeah and and I don't see that and I think I read somewhere that there were nine one one calls from the teachers like multiple teachers that had called and said I hear gunshots so yeah the fire alarms are going off but I mean that's a it's a loud bang right yeah and so you know there there weren't any doesn't sound like there were any wounded to be treated on on this one no. but what what is your understanding of how things have changed since columbine of treating those wounded it, there there was an issue with columbine other other i mean obviously yeah we had a teacher write help me in blood on a window right. in columbine right? and so and so what was the big screw up there well the big screw up was not sending in people to to rapidly treat and evacuate these casualties but you know war is terrible but if there's one thing we've learned from war it's that 60 percent of traumatic death uh, from trauma is related to preventable hemorrhage right which mm. tourniquets have or came sucking a long chest wound or something so so 60 percent is, is bleeding is, out is, or is sucking chest yeah at, no, Oh, just the hemorrhage. Twenty percent is tension in the thorax. Oh, so that makes and up eighty percent. Twenty percent is head injury, and so we have gotten much better at training. Uh, and tourniquets have came a long ways. Where, you know, the, back in the day, it was if a tourniquet was on for longer than three hours, you have to cut off the extremity and this and that. Or well, yeah, we do would you put what, it. When you I've, put it above the joint, the, the the next proximal joint after the injury, and now it's just if it is an extremity that has bleeding uncontrollable by direct pressure, right. we teach you to put a tourniquet on as high and as tight as you can go. It's right. a hasty tourniquet, and yeah. we teach police officers how to do this. We right. teach lifeguards, high, high teachers, all that, and we also teach all of our officers how to identify a sucking chest wound. But even back in Columbine, like when I went to paramedic school, it was. A tourniquet was like the last. Well, and I don't know if they thing. even had commercial tourniquets at that time. Right. It was almost always hasty tourniquets. Right. I mean, or a, a like a, a swing and sloth that you yeah. just tied yeah, with a pencil a, or an improvised something. tourniquet. Right. Where you do like a right. sling and sloth or and a and or triangle a, bandage. I mean, yeah, mm-hmm, and put a uh, a windlass in it with a stick or something right. and twist it. And so, so you're saying in in Columbine, these guys go in, they shoot up the school, and you got a bunch of wounded mm-hmm. that a lot could have of, been. And it, the same thing happened with the Aurora, Colorado shooting in the, the theater, movie theater, where that guy's still alive. The, yeah, um, the one of the bigger problems they had with that one is the parking lots and the roads were so obstructed with police cars they couldn't get medical vehicles in and out at the Aurora. At the Aurora, mm-hmm. and we also had police officers loading. Um, ca- casualties and the injured into their squad cars and driving them to a local yard which overwhelmed resources oh i bet that's the same thing that happened with the Merle bombing here in oklahoma city in 93 is that we had this big bombing with 190 something dead and hundreds more injured which is about 300 feet that way which is very close to where we are but it's also within a half mile of an emergency room yeah st anthony's hospital and all the casualties went there and st anthony's was just totally saturated right. and unable and so everything we know about triage and simple right the which start is, triage system and, and taking reds a, here and yellows there mo- a lot of it comes from a component of City, rescue right? task force that i was talking about earlier is teaching 
firefighters, EMTs, police officers, teachers, how to recognize life-threatening bleeding, how to cover sucking chest wounds, how to do basic airway maneuvers, and moving the patients out of a warm zone and to what we call a casualty collection point so that a, typically a fire department yeah. will show up and fire departments are experts at ICS, right? Incident command. They are right, experts right. at establishing a command structure saying, this is our triage area. You're our triage officer. You're our transport officer. Let's start getting ambulances in. And then the triage officer can say, I want you to take him and him and communicating with dispatch or some kind of headquarters. They can say, these two are going to go to hospital A. These two are going to go to hospital B. These two are going to go to hospital C. And that prevents overwhelming the resources. Yeah. Takes a little bit for that stuff to get up and rolling, and uh, and so now what what's changed with the with the um, how are they accessing the wounded quicker now? Well, the well, so let's say in this case mm -hmm. right here, let's let's say that you're you you've got reports of uh you, you know thirty people shot, but maybe fifteen dead. So you yeah. you think you think you've got ten to fifteen. The SWAT so, medics and the regular paramedics are outside. Then so what? what should have happened in this scenario, and probably what did happen, is our bad guy went down in the, the voyeur of that library, let's say on the second floor. Yeah. And it's contained there. Now, everything else is a warm zone because we know that the casualty's down, and it's highly likely that was the only one, but everything else is a warm zone because it still has the potential to become a direct Right. Area. There could have been there a pipe been a bomb. There could have been another whatever. person. So whatever. up front, in front of the building, as civilian EMS and fire starts to show up, they'll attach to a regular police officer or security guard or somebody that can provide security that will move them in, identify the casualty, and then take them back to probably the front of the building. They're not transporting them off scene. They're As they come up to them, they do a series of life-threatening intervention, controlling life-threatening bleeding, covering sucking chest wounds with an occlusive dressing. If they do have to leave that casualty, do they put them over into recovery position where there's passive drainage and the airway can possibly maintain open? Yeah. But the purpose there is just getting them out of that warm zone into a secure area, typically in front of the structure or whatever. And then as the ambulances start showing up, they can start sending them out. And that's why a lot of civilian fire departments and EMS, I know that a couple of the surrounding towns here are starting to carry like bulletproof vests and helmets and stuff on the fire truck, right? Or on the ambulance. Right, right. And so they can move in and out of these warm zones with a little bit more confidence. But, um, it, you know, it's a proven So, so what are we going to do? Give, give the guns to all the teachers? How are you, you going to fix it? Mm. I guess if it were easy, we'd have the answer. Yeah, it, it, I mean, I don't have the answer. But, 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 it, but, it, but it continues to happen. And um, I mean, in my opinion, I'm all about the, you know, the Constitution and everything, but let's say this person didn't die, just like the Aurora. We know they did it, and I don't care if they're mentally insane. They have no hope for rehabilitation. Yeah. Like, it is, we need to do everything possible to make sure that person doesn't commit that crime again. Right. It doesn't take a whole lot of time to do that, you know. I, I you, you, you think there's a way to keep. I, I don't think that there's a way to keep an insane person 
from carrying out an yeah. insane plan. The, I, not the 9/11 hijackers, these people, if, uh, people, if, people who if this, do if this if this animal here didn't have access to those guns, they still would have found some way to make shock and awe and and destroy as many people's lives on on her way out as possible. She would right. have done it no matter what. So I don't think that limiting the the guns is the answer. I mean, I but there's got to be a way to keep her from getting a gun. That I, gu- that gun. And I am all for supporting these conversations. We should be having yeah. these conversations, right? Like there without even talking about it, we're not coming to a resolution. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And, and, and it, 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 it's kind of like, uh, um, you, you know, you've got, you've got, you've got two sides. You got people that say, um, that we, we've got to throw all this funding at, at mental illness, um, which, which you do. We've got a well being problem in this country. We do have a mental, um, uh, I, don't, I don't know if mental illness is even the right word. I'm not, my vocabulary is not the best at that, but uh, it's obviously an issue and we don't have enough funding for it. We don't have enough mental, mental health institutions and, and, uh, and, and expertise and science and research on it that we, that we should have. And so I agree we should, we, we need to spend more money on that. We need to have more, um, more people looking at that. But, but to say that, 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 that the access to the guns is absolutely zero part of the problem. I think is sticking people. I think when someone says that, they're sticking their head in the sand. I, mm-hmm. I have, I have, I have a, an AR. I shoot. I love. I'm an avid supporter of the Second Amendment. I, you know, uh, I, I secure carry where, where I where I can uh, and, and stuff like that. And I, I support people's right to be able to um, be able to go out and purchase a firearm. But there's got to be some way between that mm-hmm. and just allowing this dipshit to just walk into a dick sporting yeah. goods or or a and it's such a, a sporting goods store it's such and just a walk out with that. it's such a complicated and i don't know how to do it how do you do because that? let's say like you have one side who is in support of red flag laws you know what that kind of entails i, f- I forget what that means so i've heard that what does t- that mean t- typically that is a resource that somebody can call oh, oh, yeah, and yeah. say i think this person is a threat to themselves or others Right. And that will give cause for somebody to come and take your guns away, and, lock and, you up. And maybe until they can provide, you know, determine that you're not a threat. And I don't know how that works, but that side that supports that would probably be against it in this case. Because what if they said this person's having like this identity crisis? They don't know what gender they are. They're depressed. They're doing all this on all these meds. On all these meds. I don't think they should have access to a gun. That same side that is in support of the red flag laws would come out screaming, which they are at the Capitol, saying you're, uh, you know, you're discriminating against my, my, oh, you're discriminating against transgender. You're saying that we're crazy because, you know, there's all these riots and stuff in Nashville at the courthouse right now saying fighting for what? What are they protesting? That, that, that the narrative on this shooting is anti-trans. I, 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 th- I think they're kind of two separate issues, but they're, they're, they're definitely st- they're, two separate. There's they're certainly a well-being issue to this person. And, and it, but, but, but I, I'm always going to go back to what I said, what, what, what I said a minute ago that you, there is no way to prevent 
an insane person from being insane. Mm. And so, you know, when if somebody, um, but we can be vigilant and protect ourselves. And so, you you are never going to prevent. There there are there are hundreds, if not thousands, of people around the country and around the world right now who are just trying to figure out a way to blow up a commercial airplane. Yeah, yeah. they are. Yeah, and. But we throw so much money as we should at 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 defending that limiting access to take a bomb onto an airplane. Right, and so it, there's got to be a way that we can limit access to somebody like this. I remember to get nine eleven like it know. was yesterday. It was the whole reason I became a firefighter yeah. and got into being in this in this career in the first place. And I remember my my grandmother died, um, like maybe a, not too long after. 9-11 and I was living in Florida. I was out in, 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 the, in the Tampa Bay area and I had to fly to Ohio and I hadn't flown that much before that because I was a lot younger, but the, the, I'd been to the airport and I remember what it was like. And then when I went to the airport in 2002, there was 17 Florida national guards troops yeah. at every terminal with, with their M16s yeah. and, and I felt, I felt safe. And so somewhere somewhere between martial law and where we are now, but our airplanes are safe. We have millions and millions of people that are flying with really no incidents since 9-11 yeah. in the United States. And it's because they go through, they, 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 go, they do everything they can to protect that airplane. We are doing nothing to protect that school. We're not doing anything. Nothing. Yeah. And absolutely nothing. It, it, there, there's a fire alarm there, and that's because the fire marshal of, of this city, there's a code, and you have to have yeah. that. There is no responsibility or requirement of that school, public or private, to defend and protect that school the same way we do our airplanes. And so I, I don't understand why that is. Is it, is it because people just don't they don't see I know, it but in there's front plenty, of them? There's, just, there's keep, plenty of people to, to volunteer that want to do it also, you know, sure. retired people and stuff like that. And, and I, I can't quote the numbers cause I don't remember it, but there was, there was something in regards to funding that we had sent, you know, to other countries for whatever reason, donating for, for other things Sure, that like one, one, uh, one shipment to Afghanistan could would, have paid for, would have supplied secure, paid security for a year for every public school in the United States or something like sure. that. It was some kind of really mind boggling number that was like, we've got the richest people in the world. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like, solve I, the, this the, problem the, in a second. Are, I, I'm, I'm not there. So I, I can't say what they should or shouldn't do with their money, but well, yeah, <laughs> but you have, our, you have our, kids, our, you have our federal you know? politicians who've responded to this and, and, um, you know, the, the president said, well, it's out of my hands. There's nothing I can do. And I saw a senator who said something of it. Well, we need to wait for the facts. And there, there's nothing that the Senate or there's nothing that Congress can do. And the reason they're saying that is because both of them are, are looking at it from, from, a gun, from, a, from a gun law standpoint. Uh, the president is saying, I don't have Republican support, so I can't pass any gun laws. So it's out of my hands. And the Republicans are saying, well, we're not going to go down the road of any gun laws, so it's out of our hands. But what about putting tactical experts at our schools? You could do that. 
because all that requires is funding. Yeah. And and my and my point is you don't we don't have to put SEAL Team Six. No, at but you also Robin can't Hood put Elementary. that that dipshit who was down in in was yeah. it Parkland the the, uh, the Florida. In, in Florida where he where he's running and, and he wasn't a security guard. He was a yeah he was a deputy. he was a commissioned police officer. Right, right. But but you, they're 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 somewhere in between and and. You have plenty of volunteers who would do it. Like if there was a training or a certification, you're, you were in the military, you were an MP, you were something. And you say, I have these sets of skills. And each state could easily come up with, well, this is what this position is going to be. And these are the requirements that you have to have. And these are the background checks that you have to have. And if you pass all this stuff, we're going to pay you $65,000 a year. And you're going to just walk around that school for seven hours a day. And you're a deterrent. And should somebody show up, you shoot them in the face. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean. It, it, it all seems simple, but I don't think that there is a single answer for it. I but think what it, is the politics for yeah. that, though? Why yeah. wh why would somebody not why would support somebody that? oppose that? I don't. Because I, that's not I a gun law have, issue. Mm -hmm. That's not a, that's not, it doesn't seem to involve any of the divisiveness mm -hmm. That seems to be there with, with, with our politics. Like, who would not agree? Well, I want that guy to be or girl to be at that school, mm -hmm. walking around with an AR-15 and and ready to protect our most valuable asset. Yeah, who would be against that? Uh, I I don't know, but I don't know if you know this. There was just a, a shooting from a it was like a student to student shooting or something like that in Denver. Maybe, maybe you may be able to find that just a couple of weeks ago. You see that, Lennon? That um, had a couple fatalities. And six months ago, like the city and uh, surrounding communities around Denver disbanded. Disbanded what? Their school resource officers. They didn't have police officers in because there were a lot of parents and people in the community saying, I don't want my kids to go to school where there's armed guards walking around. Was it, was it this right we here? We don't need... Denver East? Uh, I think that was the one. That was nine days ago. Yeah. Play, play that, dude. That's a short story. Police say they are right now searching for a student... Did he get away? ...open fire at a high school. Denver police report two staff members were wounded in this shooting at East High School. One is listed as serious but stable. How did we miss this? I didn't know about it. Condition and in surgery right now. ABC's Alex Stone. I don't think anybody died. Now. I think everybody survived. But this was supposed to be a big shooting. Mm -hmm. Same kind of it thing. And how did he get stopped? I, I don't know. But the so point is that months but, earlier, right, Terry, the school board right now, had voted... To get rid of school resource oh, officers before this happened. Let's see what he says. And then here. within days afterwards, this happened. They brought him back. They went and looked for weapons. He was in a secluded area, away from other students. Two faculty members were with him, and police say they were searching him. Shot those faculty members and then ran away. Uh, the faculty members, they were injured, seriously injured. We understand. From, well, yeah, you get uh, shot. General I'd Hospital, say you're injured. Uh, they are getting treatment right now, one in surgery, the other awake. And Apparently, this is like so a problem student that they had to search him daily. Like there was an agreement to like, search him daily. And so you're telling me that th th this this school system had school resource officers. And, they're, and, and in December, who voted for that? The school board voted. My understanding is that the school board voted 
because there's a disproportionate around uh, disproportionate amount of um, just do a regular web search for it. Good. The, they voted it because they thought that the resource officers were targeting certain populations of the school and it was actually what negatively impacting the students. Right. And the parents were saying that they didn't want armed security out wandering the school, that they're not in prison, they're in school. We don't want armed guards in our schools. And go back, go back to the top and put in a school board voting Denver um, school resource officer. Just type in school resource officer. And, and, and yeah, there you go. School resource officer. Click on that. Police are back in Denver. Oh my God! Click on click click on that. Says this says it's back in school. So scroll down. Let me read that. Yeah, days after oh the shooting, God, they brought him back in. You've got to be shitting me. Scroll down to the story, Lennon. Keep, keep keep going down. So so police officers. This is in Denver. Police officers returned to Denver Public Schools Thursday, hours before the city's school board voted to restore them permanently. The move comes after this East High student that we just watched shot two admins. Oh, and then he killed himself. Police were expelled from Denver public schools in 2020. So it was three years ago. Shortly after the murder. Oh, my God. This was a part of a defund the police. That's what this was. When school leaders were concerned, concerned officers in schools could lead to more students being arrested, especially students of color and kids with disabilities. Oh, my God. What is the news cycle like in Denver right now? (laughs) They say, oh, our bad. <laughs> Please come back. That is that is absolutely insane. And so now, just days, eight, seven, eight days after this, the police are back in the schools. That's uh, that that that's something else, man. Well, anyway, man, um, my my bra- my brain's about tapped out on this because uh, uh, this this is about the saddest stuff to talk about. There's got to be ways to fix this. I think we, uh, um, I, I I want that marine. And about, you know, 10,000 more just like him and pay his ass a hundred thousand dollars and you can walk by and give him tips every day and he can guard my kid's school, uh, any day of the week. That's all I got, man.